Alfie, be quiet. Shh, shh, shh. Come over the come through the window. Come through the okay, window. Okay, okay. Shh. So, uh, should we tell the listeners where we are? We've, we've, we've. While Red Bull are in the courts trying to bribe the FIA, we've broken into Red Bull HQ. And we're having a snoop around we're having for you a, listener. A little snooperoony, aren't we? To see what we can see. We're trying to figure out, straight from the horse's mouth, no offence, Christian Horner, we're trying to figure out if Red Bull have overspent, if there's any evidence, any proof of overexpense while we're in the race. Shh, Alfie, be quiet. I see, actually, what they've done in a moment of a, a, a grand expense is that they've made themselves all Jaeger bombs, but with big cups of Jägermeister and just a shot of Red Bull in them. It's the opposite of a Jäger of a bomb, isn't it? It's a Red Bull bomb. It's a Red Bull diffuser. Maybe mm. it works because you diffuse a bomb and you diffuse an F1 oh, car. God, that's good. Just tell me. take Max Verstappen's jumpsuit off. But it, it fits. I didn't think it would. It, I mean, there's not much space in the belly area. No, there's not. That's where I accumulate most of my body fat. Yes. Oh, well. That's that's just age. Your metabolism does slow down. Anyway, come on, let's focus. Now, tell the listener uh, what your first observations about the uh, Red Bull uh, well, headquarters are. We don't want to pass judgment on any uh, uh, monetary fiscal um, carelessness that Red Bull may have used this year. So what we, we want to have a look around to see if there's any evidence of overspending. And um, one of the first things I've noticed, every table, look at this, every table in here, has a beef Wellington. <laughs> that they they take a long time to prep. You need a you need a good private chef to give every every Are single. They difficult to make beef Wellingtons. They take a lot of prep. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's a full. You got if you want this served by lunchtime, you've got to be up at six a.m. Really? Yeah, yeah. A lot of time in the oven. Yeah, a lot of time in the oven. Wow. For a good beef Wellington. Wow. And there's one vegan beef Wellington, which I think is probably um, Lewis Hamilton's, but that's been shat on and is in the bin. Do you think they kind of hold it by the air vents and try and lure him in like a kind of a, 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 a dog it, getting it, wafts it, of lasagna? It looks to me like they make one ceremonious vegan beef wellington every week purely to shit on it and put it in purely the bin. To destroy just it, to, yeah. It's a, a dirty protest against his... Because Horner clearly is very jealous of Hamilton and, and Toto. Uh, higher morality. Anyway, let's keep our voices down. So every table in here, there's hundreds of tables, hundreds of beef wellingtons. Alfie, what can you see? Um, well, my first observation about what we can see here is that they've turned it into a butterfly house. Um, obviously, there are lots of butterflies around, and it's beautiful, uh, exotic, different. And, and I can see on the uh, side over there, somebody's done a little key of the various caterpillars and the butterflies that they turn into. It's completely beautiful. It must have taken kind of months to accumulate this many butterflies and planning to get such a diverse spread of this majestic creature. Do butterflies eat clothes the same way that moths do? Um, no. Are you sure about that? No. Because what you could do is you could put the butterflies sort of, you could turn a jumpsuit inside out, let the butterflies eat some of the lining mm. and, and marginal gains. Marginal gains. Go a little bit faster. Wait, go a little bit faster. Maybe this is it. Um, one thing I've noticed. What else can you see? Well, there's lots of neon lights around the place, which is not a, a huge expense in itself, but I've gone into the bathrooms. Oh, right. And um, Aesop soaps and hand lotions. <laughs> which for the people listening who don't know what Aesop soap is, Aesop was a man who used to tell stories before the Bible came yeah. along and ruined it for fables, him. Fables, they're sometimes called, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, fables. Yeah, Aesop's fables. Aesop's stories. And then this company came along about 15 years ago and started making soap, hand soap, 
You know, after you've done a poo and you think, I'll wash my hands, that's the right thing to do. What they decided was that soap shouldn't cost 99p. It should cost £400. And they, they make a little lotion as well that goes on the side of it. And that's also about £400. And look at this. All the bathrooms lined with these sop soaps. That's so nice. That's quite telling. I mean, it smells gorgeous. It's a it? big step up from Crabtree and Evelyn, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Yeah, from Brown and the other one. What's the other one? Molten Brown. Molten, molten Brown. Yeah. Tastes just like sun. We've all got mums. Christmas is approaching. <laughs> if you take some stuff. Oh my God, I can, I can knock out all my Christmas shopping right now while we're in the Red Bull. The, the Wellingtons aren't going to keep. Yeah. Okay, okay, I'm going to start siphoning off the half-empty Aesop bottles into other Aesop bottles to fill them up. Okay. What else can you see, Alfie? Well, I can see on the wall over shh, there. Shh, wait, can you hear that? No. Oh, no, it's just helmet. It's helmet Marco's glass eye rolling down the stairs. Don't worry. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can see Napoleon's gold-encrusted sword <laughs> hanging on the wall. And I, I've heard rumours about this. Horner calls it his thinking sword. He says, where is my thinking sword? And then to any uh, Red Bull member of staff who will listen, he tells the story of Abu Dhabi whilst telling it. He refers to it as uh, his Austerlitz. Uh, Does he wear a kimono or some sort of karate suit while he's telling the story? I think it's a dressing gown that he's been known to open. (laughs) And it's a bit like the end of Hook where Robin Williams has to give the sword on to someone else. Yeah, but yeah, every yeah. week he ceremoniously decides that it only belongs and is deservedly belonging to him. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's he sees a lot of he's got a lot of Napoleonica apparently. <laughs> um, so I um, do you have a thing? One more thing that you? Yeah, yeah I've got, got my rucksack full of soaps here. I've, but yeah. we need to make a move quite soon because I have a feeling that they'll be coming back soon, and they'll obviously arrive back very quickly because they'll be flying. Because as we all know, Red Bull does give you wings. Um, but I went upstairs. And I had a look in the, in one of the rooms, and they've got—I wouldn't say a hostage situation, mm-hmm. but there was a there was a a room full full of of very athletic looking men and women mm. who were just—they're all sort of—I wouldn't say tied up, but it looks like they're there. Um, they're being paid to be there, but it's long hours, mm. and um, they're all. Would you use the word duress? I would say under duress. Under yes. duress. Under duress. Under duress. Yeah, not over duress. No, or in like throughout duress. No, not like on the same level as duress. Not a duress. Not constant duress. Yeah. Just under duress, and that's they're all personal masseuses. And I went, hang on a minute. Every single one of you masseuses is assigned to a different member of Red Bull staff, mm. and they all went, no, Sergio and Yoss. I reckon there was 100 people in this room, Alfie. Were they wearing their Massage Angels t-shirts? They, they were all... They, yeah, but the oil, there were, there was lots of, the, the oil had soaked through the linen. Jesus yeah, Christ. I know, we is, need to free these. We should free, we should free them. This is quite a dark... Um, this is quite a dark place. I'm going to... Okay, in a minute. night time, we can't put the lights on. Apart from those neon lights, which I'm not sure were really ever explained in this. No, the neon lights are because it's tasteless. Oh, right, okay. Just like... I thought they were growing wheat. No, 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 no. There's no drugs in the Red Bull factory. No, no, no. Who made their high on victory? Uh, And and, and Red Bull. (laughs) And Red Bull. And two back-to-back world championships. Taurine and world champ. Well, you know, it could just be one. I'm sure we'll get into that later. So uh, what else can you see before we we make a move? No, I've done my three things that we agreed I'd say. Did you do three things? Yeah, I've got the Jaeger bombs, I've got the Napoleons, and it's the fact that it's a butterfly. Oh, I thought the Jaeger bombs was an ad lib. No, 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 no. Oh, okay, very good. Well, let's let's get out of here. Let's get out of here now that we've said everything. That we and should we say. cut back? Should we cut back using the magic of podcasting production? Should we cut back to the Dirty Air Towers studio? 
Yes, our central London recording space. Yeah, I'll put in some sort of uh, transitional wavy music. Okay, and go. Hi, I'm Josh Weller. And I'm Alfie Brown. And this is Dirty Air. What a day trip that was. We've been saying for ages we wanted to go on a day trip. It was a night trip, wasn't it? Yeah. It was a day trip at the night. Yeah. We, so it, you're absolutely we, right. It was to say a day night trip. trippers. A one way ticket, yeah. Like much like night races as well. We went on a trip at night. Under the lights. Under, under the, the neon li- lights. Under the neon lights. Almost as if. That had been planned. Almost as if it had been planned. What a week. What a week in Formula One. Max Verstappen, two-time uh, Formula One um, world champion, probably. Um, yes. It depends whether Red Bull spent two million more than they were allowed to do or seven million more than they were allowed listen, to do. Listen, do you remember every Christmas when your sister goes, okay, here's the deal. It's only £50 this year. The £50 is the limit for the present. So if you go, let's, I don't want to spoil anyone and we just keep it at 50 and you go, okay. And then you accidentally spend £2 million more mm. on, the, on the Aesop soaps for mummy. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised it was only £7 million if, if, given the amount of Aesop soaps we saw there. That is, they have, over, they, clearly they've overspent. And I think, yeah. why do you think the FIA have been so quiet this week? Um, because they're absolutely terrified of having to do something. Is it that government thing where they go delay, delay, delay? So we sort of become numb to what happened. My daughter was angry that she couldn't continue to play Minecraft last night. Mm-hmm. And she was very rude to me. Okay. And I needed to therefore take away uh, a privilege and only give it back were, you know, good behaviour adhered to for the foreseeable future but it was such a drag to have to administer discipline because of everything that it meant that I had to do it made my life so much more difficult to enforce the rules of the household that would ensure a sort of survivable living environment for me and the rest of my family Mm. that I sort of just buckled and went actually you know just it'll be fine if you're just if I just buckle you'll just carry on you'll be happy and I won't have to engage in the bad feeling and the kind of moral fallout of any consequences of your bad actions. So it's easier to let people get away with it, I think. Yeah, and also that is sort of the exact opposite of the what seems like how a lot of Formula One dads parent their sons. No, I'm not going to be a Formula One. Margot will be no Jamie Chadwick, that's for damn sure. No, and uh, Jamie Chad, even Jamie Chadwick can't be Jamie Chadwick anymore. No, there are now more. There are no more Jamie Chadwicks. It is sounds like a Paolo. It, I mean, novel. it's not funny. It is funny. It's not funny that W Series has been cancelled, but it's funny that the boys' club has spent millions more than they're allowed to with no repercussions and the girls can't even afford to get in the car. It is what I would call bleakly funny. There is a, uh, a, a tragic irony to it, I think. Is that called, is that gallows humour? Uh, yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. Sure, why not? Um, even. I really enjoy it. I like how it, it reminds me of like early 90s F1. Yeah. Because every week they're like, and this team's changed their name and there's five new drivers and... <laughs> I like how shit it is. And I don't mean it's shit. I mean, it. I think that Formula One is, now that it's sort of in its Kardashians era, Yeah. Um, I enjoy that W Series is like, like I watched, I can't remember which, I think it was Silverstone, where the driver, uh, her name sounds like Raikkonen, but it's not, but she got out the car and like she had a blister on her tyre 
And I think they red flagged the race for some reason. And she got out of the car and was like, okay, I need to change these tires, but that's going to cost like eight grand. So fuck it. And she just got back in and raced with the blistered tire. Yeah, that's cool. And, I, a, think, and I think one. There's a, yeah, there's a, there's a grassroots romance to it. Yeah, it's, I like that punk rock element to it. And all the cars look shit. Like they don't have any good sponsorship on them, mm-hmm. which is an interesting given that you think like there are multiple brands that could be for women that could slap their name on the car. But I mean, well then, yeah, but I remember um, uh, there was a a thing in comedy called the Funny Women Awards and it was sponsored by uh, Baby Sham and then Nivea. And I remember speaking to a few of the uh, comedians who were participating in the Funny Women Award who went, I sort of wish that we didn't win a pamper day at the final. (laughs) (laughs) And Uh, also, I think the last races of the W Series, of the W Series were... Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Abu Dhabi. Really? So probably f- maybe for the best that the women didn't have. Well, they would have done it there before. Yeah. I just don't think it's the safest place. I think it, this is what sports washing is. It's them going, hey, look at us allowing this. And well, then as soon as like a, a, a Saudi Arabian woman goes, oh, great, me too. No, not you too. <laughs> that, was a, that was a tourist attraction. I oh, know we've had Saudi Arabia. What we, what we got left? Bahrain and Abu Dhabi. Yeah, I mean, kind of. Does the same. W Series follow the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Follow them. They just do less races. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, interesting week in Formula One. Uh, Christian Horner was on that um, CEO. What's it called? Diary of a CEO. Yeah, the bloke with the incredibly kind of immaculate speaking voice, who speaks to everybody with that sort of slightly sibilant. I'm investing in a company, and uh, uh, Horner on this podcast said that two things that stuck out to me. He said um, he went. He went, when your um, rival is smashing his headphones and screaming at the camera, you know you've got in his head. And I went, no, I think, isn't that just what happens when you cheat? Well, when your rival is, I mean, that's such an easy kind of uh, written thing to say. You can imagine somebody yeah, I, was... I got in his head. We changed the rules of a sport and he got upset. <laughs> <laughs> and I won. <laughs> Didn't I win? <laughs> And the other thing he said was, um, he went, uh, at the end of the race, uh, one of the back markers crashed out. And he was like, I was like, Christian, I know that you know it was Nicholas Latifi. Because I know that you sent him a massive hamper of Red Bull products. He has a name. Latifi. It, why did he call him the back marker? Uh, was he trying to get in Latifi's head? Because I don't think there's much point in that. I think there's something, it's, it's, it's not to do with anybody else or him trying to affect anybody else that. Mm. That's about him being self-aggrandizing. I don't know people's names. I don't, I just, the back marker, you know, the race was just, it was, the the race was Christian Horner and the drivers, wasn't it? That's how I remember it, is Christian Horner, all the drivers and the track and wherever we were, a country, but not where I live. Nicholas Latifi also, he posted a picture on Instagram this week of him with his new sim and he was like, I got an upgrade on my sim. And I was like, mate, I feel like it's a bit late (laughs) for an upgrade to your, surely you should be getting rid of your sim. Even though apparently he's going to IndyCar, but surely just sack off the sim and get uh, Call of Duty with Lando Norris. He'll enjoy it. What? The sim. Yeah, but he's not. It'd be heartbreaking, wouldn't it? It's like having a picture of your ex-girlfriend framed after you've broken up. I think it's a bit more sensory than that. It's a bit more expensive. Whatever the demented kind of version of having. No, he should turn the sim to face the wall and never go near it again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Lando Norris did. uh, What is. Okay, the amount of of sponsorship and adverts going on in Formula One at the minute is out of control. Have you seen that Lando Norris advert? 
Well, um, you know the one where he's doing like the da 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 da. Oh, no, no, I, I couldn't. Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm going to ruin it. your kill streak. And I was like, you don't say kill streak like that in an, in an advert. You'll kill. My name's Lando Norris. I, and I play computer games. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> it got me thinking that um, as sponsorship in Formula One escalates and grows, I thought that maybe I could pick appropriate brands for every driver to advertise. Okay. Yeah. Great. So I've done a list yeah. of all the drivers. Uh, Nico Hulkenberg. Okay. Yeah. Allegedly going to Hayes. What you going to do with all that? Hass. All that. Hass. Inside them. Hass. He's going to Haas next year. Apparently, Gunter Steiner said he's very impressed with the phone calls. That, did you see that article? Really? Yeah. I am very impressed with the amount of phone calls. He's in great tenacious on all the phone calls. He's in great 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 Is that all it takes to get in a fucking Formula One car? If I had a phone call with him sounding like that and I understood, I'd think I was worthy of some, <laughs> you know, applause as well. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'd like to order on chicken rindaloo Two cockadon How does, how does Gunter Steiner say poppadoms? She can't really talk it I don't feel like you can say peas I think he says big crisps <laughs> I think he says big Indian crisps, please <laughs> Hello, I'd like to order the Gunter Steiner talks like this The big Indian crisps Even that's not No, it's not, it's not, it's not hard for him Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so I've got Hulkenberg is doing a Huel. That's nice. Because it's a food substitute. That's nice. And Hulkenberg's the yeah, substitute yeah, yeah, driver. Yeah. Uh, Latifi, I've got uh, Durex numbing condoms mm-hmm. so that he doesn't finish early. That's so weird because I had him as having a, a sponsorship deal with like Newman. I just thought that like the Newman, you know, Newman who sends you like... Um, the microphones. Dick, no, dick pills oh, and like yeah, hair yeah, loss treatment. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and of course, um, uh, whatever, what did you say? I said, uh, Durex numbing condoms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've got like a spray for your. Yeah, they dip. make you, they make your willy, uh, numb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that you don't get over it. The numbing condoms have a little paste at the end that yeah, numbs yeah, yeah, your yeah. dick. So that he doesn't get, so he can finish. So he doesn't finish early. Yeah. Because he finishes the races early. Yeah. Yeah, clever. It's good. Very clever. It's not, I, I just thought, so it's different, interesting the ways in which you've gone about this because you've added a little joke for each one. Yeah. I've just gone for what I thought would be genuinely appropriate. For Alex Albon, I've got a cake box. Cake box? Yeah, you know the delivery, they deliver cakes, but they don't have egg in the cakes. Do they never have any egg in the cake? No, and it's like a sort of uh, Build-A-Bear cake situation. Build-A-Cake. Build-A-Cake. Because I think that if he wants to, if his mum goes to prison again and she needs, he needs to bust her out. Yeah. You, that's how people get people out of prison, isn't it? Shank cake. No, they put a nail file in the cake, don't yeah, they? shank. And then that's the law. Did you know that's the law when someone gives a cake in prison? They can't look in the cake. And x-ray machines can't penetrate cake because of all the um, uh, gluten. Wow. <laughs> that's such good information. I'm sure there'll be many listeners that we have that will really, really appreciate that information. Uh, Lance Stroll, I have a Canada Goose Freestyle Gilet. Nice. Because he wants to be like his dad. And who did you, what did you have for Lance Stroll? Uh, I had Cash App. He could really uh, sing the virtues of Cash App, I think, having been sent so much money through it. <laughs> and also, uh, Sergio Perez, you know, the, the day of the, um, the verdict that Red Bull overspent, Red Bull, I think they were meant to pull a sponsored post with Cash App and everyone forgot. 
So literally 10 minutes after they went, yeah, Red Bull overspent. This advert came out with Sergio Perez advertising cash out <laughs> in a restaurant. And he's wearing his race overalls, which I found very hyper-realistic. Like if Sergio Perez went to a restaurant, of all the drivers, I think he'd be the one who would go to the restaurant in his overalls. He's definitely dining in a, in a onesie. Like just so people know he's an F1 driver. You know? Yeah, because he doesn't look like an athlete. Does no. He? he doesn't have the athlete stature. And I also think he'd look across the restaurant at everything Alonso's doing and copy it. Like, how does he flirt with the waitress? What tequila does he order? What's he, what sashimi is he having? Yeah. And, and he sees order- Alonso, like, have a whiskey and sip. To- do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies. I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is... Another mask. <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Like a big kind of gulp of it. Yeah. And then Paris does the same thing. And goes, <laughs> oh my God. My body cannot tolerate alcohol. And, um, and then also the, the sashimi comes and he goes, uh, this fucking fish is not cooked. <laughs> and at Lance Stroll, I had, yeah, Canada Goose Freestyle Crew Gilet because Lawrence likes to wear a business shirt and a gilet. Yeah. Business shirt and a gilet. 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 Hey, business shirt and a gilet. Cut the shit. Let's get in a meeting. Is this a casual meeting? Am I a casual man? No, I'm going to bust some bull. I've got a business shirt under this gilet. It's casual, but it's business. It's formal, but it's informal. Uh, (laughs) And also, I think a business shirt and a gilet is a good way for um, uh, Lance to appeal to his yummy stepmummy. What, dressing up like daddy? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, he gives it a few good portions. You think maybe he's doing vocal exercises where he tries to me, me, like, me, me, me. Oh. He, like lengthens his larynx. He sits on the ed- edge of a table and he goes, all right, now let's cut the shit. I want answers and I want them now. This is my fucking money. And it pans back. But all the money he's allowed to invest with is monopoly money. Yeah. And whenever he's doing his like two minutes on his electric, electric toothbrush every morning, he says like through the brushing, he goes, you've got me for an hour. <laughs> you've got me for an hour. <laughs> You've got me for, you've, and he practices it with the right intonation. You've got me for an hour. You've got me for an hour. <clears throat> you've got me for an hour. <clears throat> Come on. Uh, Vettel. What have you got for Vettel? A Subaru. Okay, yeah. I think that's pretty good, isn't it? No, that's and perfect. I just imagine him doing the sweet advert with like some kind of nice looking kid that they've got to play his son. Yeah, like, that's Can I perfect. dive there, daddy? And then he's like affectionate and like he's, he's caring. He's strict, but he's fun. Yeah. I had um I had Hawksbeck fully insulated garden offices. Has to be Hawksbeck. Yeah, you know that you know when they crane lift a study into your back garden. Well, I've heard tell of it happening. You know? Yeah. And cause cause he's retiring. When people retire, they go, I just want to spend some time with the family. <laughs> but then after three weeks with the family, men tend to go, I think I need a room just for me. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can see and that. What they do is they get a, oh, I'm sure I've said this before, they get a Wi-Fi connection and, and a coffee machine. Yeah. And then I can still all my work. And, and a beer fridge. Yeah, that's all men need, isn't it? Or like a, a drinks trolley. You yeah. Know? Internet for wanking. Yeah. A uh, coffee machine for uh, being alert for the wank. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine Vettel will probably have a selection of honeys as well. Yeah, he will. No, and we don't mean... When when we say Alonso has honeys, yeah, it's a very different honey. Yeah. Magnuson, I've just got Radox because it's, it's just in the shower, it's just there. Yeah, it's just Magnuson's just in the fucking paddock. Yeah, it's not what you want, but you will use it if, if needs be. What have you got for K Mag? I genuinely, I I remembered him and I missed him out on purpose because I didn't want, <laughs> I don't want him to be a part of this podcast anymore. And I've and I said this to you last week during the race review last week. I don't know if you remember, but I refused to talk about him. <laughs> And I'm not going to talk about Kevin Magnussen anymore. I'm done with it. And they're bringing back fucking Hulkenberg as well. Obviously, we've already mentioned. I can't. It's like a reboot. I just can't. I, what, what? It doesn't. It's like the new Ghostbusters movie. <laughs> I'm just not interested in these characters anymore. What is there to say? Like, this can't be our job that we've got to be funny about Kevin Magnussen anymore. <laughs> okay. Fuck. All right, fine. Jesus Christ. It's like he's dumped you. Um. Schumacher, I've got Mabeverin, um, uh, which is an IBS medicine, just so he can sort his shit out. Yeah. Bottas, I've got horny goat weed. That's a good one for Bottas. Yeah, because I just think he's hor- I think he's horny. <laughs> right. That wouldn't. Yeah. Okay. That's what horny I, goat weed's for, that, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it is. Yeah. But at the same time, horny people don't usually take it. But you would use an already horny person to advertise it. So I can definitely see the sort of uh, the, the 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 media strategy. There. I think he's he's so enjoying his relationship. I just think he's Randy because he's always like, "Yeah, I'll get naked in the sauna. Yeah, sure, I'll get I'll get my ass out mm. under, under the waterfall." He wants. This is what I never trusted about George Galloway. I never trust somebody like a politician who wants me to want to fuck him. Do you and know that's sort of what I have with Bottas? Like, stop wanting me to want to fuck you. I don't think there's any other sporting podcast that can segue quite so seamlessly from Smacky Bot Bot mm. to George Galloway. Well, we're it, not we're not we're not number one for nothing. It's time for Georgie Gal Gal Gal. I'm not even sure who he is. Joe Guan Yu. I've got Fisher Bullet Space Pens. You've got Fisher Bullet Space Pens? That's nice. Do you know why? Um the Chinese space program? No. Okay. No, no, not that well, a topical. Um because what, what do astronaut pens do? Uh, they're right upside. They right upside That's down. That's so good. Uh, and not Norris because he's doing Call of Danger. Yeah, is that what it's called? Call of Duty. Yeah. By the way, when you were talking about Minecraft earlier, yeah, I always genuinely, up until maybe six months ago, I thought it was spelt like Minecamp. What? Like, like, I thought like, it was Minecraft, like a German war game. Oh right, and right, I right, thought, right, wow, right. I can't like believe parents. In yeah, M E I N. That's his mine. This is Minecraft. Yeah, Minecraft. And yeah. I thought that it was a. Like Lots a, of German people fighting over their automobile. Yeah, I thought it was a war thing. <laughs> um, okay, so seeing as Norris is now doing Call of Duty, I thought, where do you go? How do you escalate from there, from a computer game about shooting people? So I've got Nor- Norris next is going to advertise American Derringer, which is a manufacturer of firearms in America. Okay. <laughs> so I just... <laughs> you went so many levels above where I thought you were going to go. I thought you were going to go, so Lando is going to go... Laser Quest. No, no, no. I've gone because where do you go? How do you go beyond? Once he's now he's done Call of Duty, he's like, right, what's the next step? And I just think um, armament manufacturers. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. I like it. Um, Alonso, um, 
I've got Durex sensitivity heightening condoms so that he doesn't last as long. The opposite of Latifi. Yeah. What, think, you, what ribbed for her pleasure, like Rob Lowe in Wayne's World? Rib, ew. Ew. Pleasure. Ew. ew. Now, I've got Alonzo. He just, because I, I imagine he's such a lover. Yeah. That I just think, just let's, let's, let's heighten the sensitivity so he finishes a bit quicker. And also, in the races, I want Alonzo to just finish a bit quicker. Because <laughs> he's finishing very well. Yeah, he always finishes very, very How well. How nice would it be if he just finished a little bit quicker? Yeah. I just had him as the face of Marks and Spencer's male uh, clothing. Because I... Uh... Oh, I've got that coming up. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I've got um, Esteban Ocon um, is uh, going to be sponsored by the uh, Doomsday Survivalist website, preppers.co.uk. <laughs> that's, yeah, because that's he's going to have to survive next year with Pierre Gasly. And that's going to be quite the test thing. That's really good. I just had Lego. Carry on. <laughs> Russell, uh, chiropractors to help from the uh, brainstem damage from the porpoising this year. That's nice. That's nice. Carry on. Uh, Lewis Hamilton, Miss Selfridge's ear piercing departments. Okay. Very, very good. I had weighted blankets. Carlos Sainz, Viet hair removal. Nice. Because he's obviously had hair removal done on his chest. Yes. I just had expat insurance. Oh, <laughs> okay. That's very apt. Um, Charles Leclerc. Um, I think he should be a Gaspard Uliel, um, like a... Chanel model where he's kind of running through I mean, I a think sort of he spiraling is gauntlet and he's kind of chasing a woman but in an okay way. In a perfume advert. In a perfume, yeah, because yeah, yeah. nobody there's chasing a woman is okay in a perfume. Is it advert. Nicole Kidman? Uh no, probably younger, if we're being it's honest. It's always about Nicole it. Kidman in those adverts. Isn't well, it? I think it certainly was, yeah, when we were growing up. Yeah. When Gaspard Uliel was still alive, probably Nicole Kidman. Yeah, now it's Baz Luhrmann. I don't you think no, he directs the Chanel. Right. I thought you meant that Leclerc was chasing Basler. <laughs> I mean, I would also pay to see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've got, uh, I, think, I think he's already a Chanel model, Charles Leclerc. Okay, well then, this is, well then I'm really good at this. Um, I've got Marks and Spencers um, just because I want him to stop wearing the abhorrent trousers that he wears. He was wearing some jeans this week. There was just a pair of jeans with like tartan sewn on the thigh. Yeah, he doesn't have, he has a very, what I would call a Monaco sense of dress. It's horrific. It's a, there's a lot of money and not too much and, thought. And, and this is how you know you're not surrounded by real friends. It's because you go out wearing tartan trousers and no one goes, hang on, hang on a fucking minute, Charles. Charles, Charles, turn around, go back in the house and put something sensible on. You mm. are not going out dressed like that. Yeah. That's when you know. Like, if I came around now, I mean, mm -hmm. obviously each to their own, yada, yada, yada. But I think they're millionaires, so we could take the piss out of them a little bit. Yeah. Um, and also, I did, like, remember when you wore that um, yellow Lacoste cardigan? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, And also, I remember before a wedding, I was wearing high-waisted trousers with braces, mm -hmm. and you text me. That was the yellow cardigan before yeah, yeah. when you were wearing that as well. Yeah, you saw me, and you said, oh, hang on a minute, I'm just watching some twat in high-waisted trousers walk past me. Yeah. And it was me. It was like, I was saying, um, okay, I'll meet you in one minute. I'm just watching some cunt walk down the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was, anyway. Uh, and Perez, I've got um, AA. <laughs> Perez, you've got A. <laughs> that really fits. I think he could do that as a double sponsorship with what I've got for him, uh, which is um, the Premier Inn, which is where he's going to have to sleep. Um, when his wife when kicks his him wife out. kicks him out for dancing with too many women on boat. You go, oh, the... <laughs> The mattress in the Premier Inn is super comfy. Um, and Max Verstappen, I've just gone with Cat Stevens just because of the song Father <laughs> and Son. Yeah, that's fair enough. I just went with Cheetos for Verstappen. Oh, very good. Um, before we before we bring on our guests for this week's show, did you see the um, Finding Gotto thing that Alfa Romeo did? No. 
So they did a thing where they went, um, uh, uh, someone sent them an anonymous letter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With 18 euros in it. And uh, so they, and it was a kid called Gotto, and they didn't know where he was from. So they went, let's find this kid, Gotto, and then they invited him to the paddock. Yeah. But he just happened to be in Japan, which is also where Alfa Romeo were, and they happened to find him without saying how they found him. And then they invited this kid into the paddock who kind of looked like he'd been sort of not really, didn't look like he gave a shit about Formula One, just looked like some kid they found. I would say, to be fair to Alfa Romeo, if some teenager is such a big fan of yours, your Formula, your crap Formula One team, <laughs> that he sends you $18 or pounds or euros. Euros. Not yen, weirdly. Yeah, isn't that um, weird? Isn't that so weird? That the kid that, that, that the kid went to the, what's it called? The Bureau he de Change. The, uh, yeah, the XE.com Bureau de Change. Yeah, and he went, hi, I'd like to check. So he pay, it probably was more than 18 euros, but with the commission fee. Mm-hmm. Uh, got got and then he posted money. You should never post money. You should never post money. Yeah. What if the what if you live in a uh you know there's a lot of uh, power structures in place in Japan that are kind of given through kind of inherited. There's lots of inherited power in Japan. Uh-huh. So you might might be one of those places where the postman sort of steam the mail. Exactly. You know that you would steam the mail. Yeah, steam the envelopes. And yeah, get yeah, it open. Yeah, yeah. 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 I just think it's fake. Do you not think it's fake? I don't believe that Gotto is real. No? It how much, long do you think they were waiting how, for You know it? how Trump didn't think Obama was real? Yeah, you have that about Gotto. Or people don't think 9-11 or the moon landing or flared jeans are or real. Hillary Clinton. Yeah, I don't believe... Go- I'm a Gotto denier. I'm a Gotto denier. I think that it's bullshit. I think Alfa Romeo were trying to get some cheeky, naughty press and by tugging on heartstrings, because that's what you do when you can't race. <laughs> you go, you go, right, what else can we do let's make people feel emotions good for them before we wrap up um every non-race week we invite a guest from the formula one paddock to come join us uh world champions um the fathers who've inspired them the team principals uh all the people from the paddock make formula one work and we thought we'd reach out to one of the most important people in formula one this week and amazingly they agreed to be on the show we are so grateful for them for joining us on dirty air this week to tell us about a day in the life of what they do when they're not at the f1 paddock which i think this person tends to be there very frequently alfie who's joining us on this week's day in the life this week's day in the life we have none other than jerry halliwell the first lady of (laughs) formula one um uh, thank you so much, Jerry, for writing in. Um, I hope I, I hope I do your writing justice. Um, thank you very, very much indeed. This is a day in the life of Jerry Halliwell. I awake every morning and feel gratitude. Another day to express myself as an artist. Another day to be a mother. These confirmations dance in my brain before suddenly I am startled and concerned that I have wronged some sort of quaint mafia boss and that, as a warning, they have put a vole's head in my bed. I see, in fact, that it is the Red Bull Formula One principal, Christian Horner, who I seem to remember marrying during a rather drawn-out come-down in 2015. After, after some anxious pottering in the bedroom, we make our way downstairs, and I stare at him bemused as he madly crunches his way through his golden grahams, <laughs> hacking away at them before the milk has even had a chance. Don't get cocky with those new teeth, I think to myself. (laughs) We go out for our morning horse ride, a habit I've devised for us with the aim to annihilate any sexual appetite in Christian Horner OBE. He's a nice husband and it's a nice house, but let's not go crazy. 
two become one was actually a song about a joint bank account. <laughs> we trot along. I insist we both trot. I enjoy to watch my husband's bollocks being knocked up into his pancreas somewhere. Meanwhile, of course, I have a giant sod-off orgasm. Good horse. How do you like that? The gender cum gap. I compose myself, and the orgasm reminds me, my best friend Nadine Dorries is coming over soon. She's a wonderful politician and is, and is an even better erotic fiction writer. Actually, genuinely, in real life she is. The hubster and I return home. He has to rush off and get a flight. I ask if it's totally necessary to get the private jet to Milton Keynes. It's only 30 miles away from Banbury. He says, it's fine. He's expensing it. I shrug <laughs> and think nothing more of it. A few minutes later, and there is a knock at the door. It's Nadine. She's not only a wonderful politician, but a fantastic novelist. What really comes across when I read her work is not only how much she loves sex, but also how much she hates the Irish. And for me, they're my two most important qualities in a writer. I'm also a bit of a writer, I have to say. Nadine has been a huge influence on me and my work. Obviously, mine are children's books, so I don't include the sex, of course. I still try and get a bit of Irish hate in there, though. I fetch snacks and I put a, I put a tray down. A tray of a Birako ham with black watermelon, white truffle and some pearl caviar with gold sprinkled on it. That looks nice, exclaims Nadine. Oh, it's just leftovers from the Red Bull Christmas party. <laughs> Nadine asks after Christian, and I say, oh, he's a little worried. The team have been spending too much money. Nadine nods and says it's important to appear fiscally responsible. I say I'm worried about the ramifications. Nadine looks puzzled. What's a ramification, she asks. <laughs> I, ex I explain that if you enter into an agreement based on uh, an agreed set of principles and that you are seen to be spending money in your own interest whilst those around you suffer as a consequence of not having had the same access to wealth, then you might suffer some sort of retribution. Nadine looks confused and says she can't remember any examples of that ever happening. After a few cheeky glasses of scotch, Nadine leaves. I feel a bit woozy. I'm worried that this whiskey might have gone off. 64 years old. Yuck, it definitely has. And I pour it all away. Christian comes... <clears throat> Christian comes home early with the kids and he's brought dinner. Dinner is the name of our new Romanian nanny. <laughs> he tells me to look out of the window and I see a stunning thoroughbred horse being airlifted into the garden. What's that for? I exclaim. Dinner, he says. <laughs> dinner, I respond. Dinner, come in here and look out the window, Christian says. <laughs> I thought we'd eat this fucking horse. I feel sick and devastated. He is a mafia boss. He is the vole's head in my bed. He kisses me on the cheek and says, Darling, it's an Irish horse. So we eat the cunt. <laughs> At the end of the meal, Christian takes the head of the horse and puts it under his arm. He says he's just got to run another errand before bedtime. Where, I say? I've got to see Mohammed bin Sulem. <laughs> Why, I say? I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. I sink into our bedsheets knowing that by the morning, the little vole will be back. Thanks, Jerry. Oh my god, Ginger Spice, thank you so much. What an, what an honest... What an honest account of her day. Oh my god, thank you so much for joining us on this week's idea. Al Alfie, what are your, uh, what are your American uh, Texan predictions? Uh, Stroll 12th. Stroll 12th, yeah. I'm Josh Weller. And I'm Alfie Brown. And this has been Dirty Air.